0: Welcome to episode number eight of Orioles in the Know, a podcast from the Avon Community School Corporation. I'm Scott Windham, the proud superintendent of Avon Schools, and our goal with these podcasts is to offer yet another way for our parents, staff, and community to stay up to date on all the great things happening in Avon Schools. We made it through a very challenging first semester, navigating school in a pandemic, and now we're just beginning the second half of the school year, and nowhere has the school year been as challenging as it's been at Avon High School, which is where we're recording today. So I thought there was no better way to kick off our first podcast of the second semester with some students from Avon High School. So I've got three amazing Avon High School students joining me today all of them seniors, Caroline Jackson, Amelia Collier, and Shreya Koganti. So, ladies, thank you very much for joining me. Thank
1: Thank you you for having us.
0: So let's start with Caroline. All right. (laughs) You're a senior, very involved in a lot of different things, DECA, Honor Societies, other student groups. Can you talk about ASCAP and Avon House of Representatives? What all is involved in that?
1: Yeah, so starting off with the House of Representatives, I am actually president of Avon Deca this year. So each president of the clubs we offer at the high school um, get a chance to meet sometimes monthly, a little longer than that. It just depends on the events that are going on. And we all kind of vote for different things. So for example, recently was Project Angel, so we all met via Zoom and just talked about like different ideas and how to implement this. And that way we're just representing different voices from the school. I would represent Avon Deca. Um, National Honor Society would have a representative. So it's really neat just to be able to pull in everyone from different parts of the school. And talking about ASACAP, that has just been a huge volunteer opportunity and a big service club. So um, each year we strive to get at least 30 hours of volunteer service um, in the community, whether that's through Project Angel. Um, I Last year I actually ran the social media for the gathering together. It's a place in Plainfield, and I just helped um, market them a little bit so that they could gain some sponsors. Um, Unfortunately, I haven't been able to do that as much this year with everything that's been going on, but it's just a great way to get out in the community and serve, and it's definitely opened my eyes up to different parts of service that I want to do when I get older.
0: That's great. So I was also intrigued when I was reading about you that you started your own business
1: yes (laughs) and
0: you're a senior in high school so when did you start your own business
1: so i started actually right around when quarantine started okay um i've always loved baking and i did a lot when i was younger but when we were all at home for so long i just kept baking and kept baking and i found that it was just something that i really i was good at and i liked doing it so i started making custom layer cakes and it just kind of grew from there i have a facebook page now um, I hope to be able in the future after I graduate to open a storefront up, but as of now, I just take custom orders and make cakes for people. That's
0: great. So this is free advertising for you. Free advertising. What's, what's, the, what's your Facebook page?
1: <laughs> um, Carol's cakes. It's linked to my personal account as well. So if you just search Caroline Jackson, you'll be able to find it.
0: That's incredible. Um, so the other thing that interested me about, um, what, what it sounds like you're thinking about as you head off to college at the end of the school year is early childhood education. So as a teacher myself, I'm always intrigued when high school students are wanting to go into a career in education. So what is it that is is driving you that direction?
1: Yeah, so I knew from a young age that I wanted to go into education. I didn't really confirm it until this year. I was like, yeah, that's what my heart and mind is set on. But so I've gone to Avon schools my entire life and I've just had amazing educators um, I've been super lucky just from kindergarten up to 12th grade now. I feel like each educator I've had has just helped me in different ways. Um, and that's inspired me. I want to become one of them. You know, I want to go out in the community and serve and um, teach students. I also have had a couple family friends that have been teachers and I just loved watching them like with their classroom dynamic and learning how to do that. I'm also a cadet teacher this year. so being able to be in the classroom and see what it's like, firsthand has just been amazing. And I, I love it.
0: That's great. So in what, four and a half years after you graduate from college, we need to connect again. Right now God. we've got this connection. So I'll, we give, you- give, I'll give you my number. You, you reach right. out to me when you're looking for that first Perfect. job. Right? So Caroline was nominated by uh, her colleagues here to go first. So well, now you're off the hot seat for a moment. So Amelia, your list of student groups was similarly impressive as everyone else that we're talking with. Um, very involved in Avon High School, um, but one of the things that, that impressed me was you started a group that provides support to individuals who are homeless. Can you talk about that a little bit?
2: Yeah, so I've been in New York and LA and uh, even downtown, and it's always it's always struck a chord with me when I see people outside not having somewhere at night to sleep. It really just, like, stuck with me, I think, all the way until I was able to make decisions and think for myself Molly Wolf, she's a student here. She did something for her birthday and she went down and prayed with the homeless. And that stuck with me. Like, these people are doing this. I want to do something like that. So, you know, starting in intermediate and going into middle school. Every year on my birthday since then, I have raised um, collections of blankets and um, we've gone to the dollar store before and just gotten like care packages together. And last year was actually our biggest year, or every year I would go down and try to find homeless people around uh, Indianapolis and just kind of um, help them, pray with them, give them what they need, something that will just help them kind of get through the winter. My birthday's in January, Mm -hmm. so it's freezing. People don't have um, as much comfort as I would want them to. So uh, this past year, last 2020, uh, January 21st, I went down with a small group. I think we had like 31 packages that we were able after – we gave them to the people in the community. It's really an eye-opening experience, and um, it's helped me grow, I think, significantly through.
0: Oh, so. sure, and how how neat for our elementary and intermediate teachers to, to know that you got connected with something at a young age right. that you now, even as a senior in high school, are using to to, to better the community and better our world. That Definitely. is powerful. Yeah. Very impressive. So you both, Caroline and Amelia, were just awarded Lilly Endowment Community Scholarships, right? We were, yes. So, uh, and I think most of us know that because I think all three of you are featured on the front of our <laughs> webpage, so you're kind of celebrities now. <laughs> um, so talk a little bit about, I know that is a very competitive scholarship, so talk about that, and either one of you, talk about that scholarship and um, kind of what you had to go through to, to receive that, and, and what does that mean for you as you head off to college?
2: Right, like we were getting prepared for this before high school even happened. So it was different for me because it was never a priority to, in middle school and freshman year, to have good grades. Like it wasn't. I was more focused on sports. I wanted to be out doing things. I was still an AB student, but I wasn't someone that really wanted that. I needed that 4.0. And as time progressed and as I started um, being more involved in DECA and being around people like Sharia and Caroline, it wanted to it really pushed me to try harder with uh, just school and being able to be a leader and grow my leadership skills. So I think that just getting involved early on as a freshman in DECA and the mental health club and student government and stuff like that, it pushed me to become where I am today. So I think I really owe it to me just trying something out and then the other people inspiring me to do so. So
1: Yeah, it's I'm super grateful for the opportunity, and it's like – Still, I feel like I still haven't, it fully hasn't sunk in that I am receiving of this award, Um, but it's, yeah, I, contrary to Amelia, I've kind of always been like a stickler about my grades and Mm -hmm. just wanted to push myself um, to have a good GPA and try my best in school, so um, it's really rewarding senior year to be able to know that like I'll be able to go to college this next year with this award with me. So um, going into education, there's some great schools in Indiana that are now a little more accessible. So it's really exciting.
0: So what does that scholarship mean for you?
2: So I was set up to where I was an IU girl, always wanted to go to IU and I like sports and being involved as well. So I couldn't play golf or softball at like IU Bloomington. So I actually committed to play IU Kokomo Golf um, early September. And I'd already applied to the lily, but, you know, I thought, okay, I'm not a 4.2, 4.5 student. I may not be in the top 10. I may not have that chance because of that. But they really do look at the community service and the leadership um, skills. So I am very grateful for that, but I wasn't expecting it. And so I wanted to go to IU Kokomo and get an IU degree and still be able to golf. I found myself in the situation where I didn't think that I was going to get the best education I could possibly get because, you know, I wasn't getting a Kelly degree. I wasn't getting a Butler or Notre Dame degree. And so when I was given the scholarship, um, it opened a lot of doors, opened a lot of opportunities. So now I'm uh, able to go to Butler because I wasn't going to before. And I've, you know, Butler's just a dream school, especially with the Lacey School of Business and stuff like that. So I am very excited and very blessed to have this opportunity.
1: Pretty similar for me, except I'm a Boilermaker, so I was looking into Purdue instead of IU, but um, I'm actually looking into Butler now. Um, I applied to Notre Dame, and I still do love Purdue, so I still have some big decisions to make, but it's (laughs) definitely given me even more decisions to make.
0: Sure, yeah. Good decisions to have to struggle with, right? Yeah, right. So, Shria, um, I was impressed, just like uh, all of you, that you... I think when I counted up, the list was 14 different student <laughs> organizations or clubs oh that you're involved with. That is impressive. So um, how do you think that that involvement, because you all have kind of talked about that, how involved you are in the school. How do you think that that involvement in Avon High School has set you up for success as you prepare to graduate?
3: Yeah, of course. So when i First came into high school, I immediately found myself trying out every single club that I could possibly find. Um, but my heart really went to the Avon speech and debate team. And while there weren't that many people in there, I was an active member going to monthly competitions and tournaments and competing outside of the t- high school tournaments. So that's when I found my love for public speaking. And using that, I became more involved with DECA and BPA, competing in professional selling, and entrepreneurship, which require public speaking and presentation skills. Um, So speech and debate really set me up for that success, and from there, I've been really trying to use my public speaking passion to become a leader in those organizations, and that's how I have found myself becoming a leader as well as becoming a voice for students.
0: Wow. So you all have promoted DECA, so your (laughs) DECA sponsors are going to be very proud of you. (laughs) Mrs. Langford has talked with me a lot about the speech and debate club yes. so she's going to be very pleased that you're putting in plugs for speech and debate that's fantastic so Shreya you are a national AP scholar yes. and national merit semifinalist <laughs> so tell those of our listeners that maybe aren't familiar with what that involves about I mean th- those are significant <laughs> recognitions can you talk a little bit about those
3: Yeah of course so the national AP scholar is the highest award given to students who take AP classes, and you can get that award by taking eight or more exams and having to score a four or higher on all of them. So I've taken nine AP exams and have gotten fives and then two fours. So yes, I was awarded that over the summer. And then the National Merit Semi-Finalist is a national um, PSAT-tested and I was able to earn a 1500 out of 1520 which passed the benchmark for the Indiana benchmark. So, yes, I was awarded the National Merit semifinalist. And from there, I had to apply further for the National Merit finalist, which is another scholarship.
0: And when is that award made?
3: Um, I believe the decisions come out in February, okay, so looking I forward to that.
0: Yeah, my goodness, you all are so impressive. <laughs> I, I'm sorry this is a podcast and not video because people could, you, and with a mask on, you can't see my <laughs> mouth drop as you all are talking. Um, so one of the things that fascinated me about um, when I was reading up a little bit about you is that last year when everything kind of shut down in March, mm-hmm. you took it upon yourself to, sounded like, co-found a project yes. that are, that was um, real, called COVID Tutor Project. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that.
3: Yeah, of course. So around March, a friend of mine here at Avon High School, Jason Lee, we realized that people were not having the best academic experience due to online learning. And it was that sudden shift that took everything all around the world. So for me, online learning was a way to relax, to be honest. I found so much free time for myself, getting my stuff done as well as free time and time to take care of my mental health. but. That extra free time, we both realized that could be used put towards something good. And we both realized that those who are academically thriving at the moment, they have that free time to use and tutor those that need that help. So together, we established the COVID Tutor Project along with a student from New Jersey. And um, we created a website. Um, Jason and I both self-taught HTML coding and created that website called the COVIDTutor.live. From there we marketed it to nearly worldwide. We had a student in China even sign up, and it was co- it was really connecting that global community of scholars, those who wanted to push themselves, and those who wanted to give back with the gift that they were given through academics. So we were able to reach thousands of students worldwide. Um, but we ended up pairing 180 tutors with 150 students, and with that they taught in over 20 subjects, including. AP Calculus BC to almost English 9 Honors, and even standardized testing help.
0: Wow, that is amazing. <laughs> as, as others around the world were just uh, sitting on their couch enjoying uh, uh, quarantine, maybe not enjoying, but you know, <laughs> they were sitting on their couch trying to figure out what to do when we're in lockdown. Yeah. Uh, you were taking that upon yourselves. That that is That is so impressive. So let me ask you a couple of, um, for all three of you, a broader questions, just as you are in the home stretch of your career. And I know, um, Caroline, you said your whole educational career was Avon. Yes. Right? And Amelia? Me as well, all you Avon. As well. And Shria, you, all three of you have gone through all... See that? I learned something new. That's <laughs> impressive. That makes me very proud to be superintendent <laughs> that you three have gone all the way through uh, this, this school district. So talk about what are some of those things that you think either um, students should hear or maybe even, like me, a parent of students that are going to come through Avon High School. What are things that you think have helped set you up for the level of right. success that you you have all three experienced?
2: Right. So... I was around really inspired me. My message to the freshmen and eighth graders and middle schoolers even so far back as intermediate is surround yourself with people who inspire you and want to make you a better person. For so long I wanted to be around the people that were having the most fun. I want to say like I became very close friends with Caroline as I she was vice president of Deca last year, and I was de- I was Deca president for Avon, and we became very close. And she has made me a better person, and made me want to become better. And that goes far as far back as like Mr. Hartnagle. Like mm-hmm. freshman year, I met Mr. Hartnagle, and he had been um, somebody that I am able to learn from and able to become better because he is a very good mentor. And
1: I'd say even people that are younger than me have been very good mentors to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree. Surrounding yourself with people that inspire you. I think it's important to know, like, I mean, freshman year, thinking back, I was so worried about what other people thought of me, and I was, like, definitely, so, like, focused in. Like, I can't score under a 90 on this test because then it's going to take my grade down. And I was so worried about, like, the superficial things. Looking back now, I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. You know, there's always going to be people that try to put down your successes through high school, and if you surround yourself with the right people, like, Amelia constantly is pushing me, all the people of DECA, like getting into that club, doing what you love, you have to do that and put it ahead of just worrying about other people because before you know it, you're going to be a senior. Like, I mean, it feels like yesterday we were a freshman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will say that. You don't want to look back and think, wow, I wish I would have done that. You know, you want to look back and be like, wow, like this is amazing. I've had the best experience, and I think to be able to get the best experience out of school is to just surround yourself with great people.
3: Yeah, and I totally agree with them. My advice would be that it's okay to fail, and I feel like that's something I definitely have learned throughout these four years. My freshman year, I I didn't even make it like past DECA districts, and I thought that was the end of it, and it's really awesome to look back and think from there. I was able to grow and Practice on my own and gain confidence and learn from that experience. And that's the biggest message I can give to anyone is learn from your failures. Don't dwell on them.
2: I want to add on, Shreya, that's amazing because I didn't even know that you didn't make it past state or t- past district freshman year because last year Shreya won state. So being able to not be in the top eight two years before actually winning the entire state is just amazing so yes. I'd never even realized that <laughs> yeah
0: it is amazing and you know that advice it applies to adults as much yes. as it applies to high school students that we are we have you know those things are going to happen and how do you work through that and overcome that and come out on the other side you guys just gave me goosebumps <laughs> um so here's my last question and um you know part of the reason why I wanted to talk to three students was this has been a really hard year for our teachers and for our staff and for our students. When we think about going back to March, and like you talked about, Sharia, the sudden everything changes in a <laughs> yes. snap. Um, one of the things I really focus on is our staff are working so hard to, to provide you and 10,000 other students in Avon schools the kind of um, great experience that that a lot of students around the country honestly just aren't receiving. And so um, I feel really fortunate that we're in Avon and we're able to provide the kind of um, experiences that you three just talked about. So what has our staff done or what advice would you give our staff from three amazing soon-to-be graduates that have gone K-12 through Avon schools? What kind of um, feedback or comment would you give to our staff just to kind of recognize the hard work that our teachers do every day for 10,000 other students just like you.
1: I am in AP Spanish this year. I'm gonna give a little shout out to Senor Evans. He has been an amazing Spanish teacher and being virtual, it's super different because we're used to being in the classroom for around 60 minutes and fully submerging ourselves in the language and going from that to a Zoom that can only be 30 minutes. Senor Evans has done a wonderful job and so have all of my teachers engaging us in Zooms and doing the best they can to put out as many resources as possible. So, I mean, they've just done a wonderful job using all the online resources that they possibly can. I think that um, everyone is having mixed emotions, mm-hmm. I think. And one of the most
2: uplifting things to come into was positive energy. And so when I walked into Miss Holtman's classroom, she's screaming and yelling, <laughs> throwing candy at people like, So excited to be back, even if she was having doubts, even if she was... Which I'm sure she was. Right, yeah. yeah. With all of those emotions going on, you couldn't tell. And I just owe her so much from my success last semester because it could easily go the way that the teacher has it. And her positive energy really just, like, kept me going throughout the day. And I think a lot of teachers, I mean, Mr. Droshi, it's just walking in and knowing that they're excited, they're ready to learn, or they're ready to teach, so I'm ready to learn now. I think that was the biggest thing last semester.
3: Yeah, sure. and adding on to that, I think that the faculty here are really, like truly family. Um, right. During this past semester, I've had the amazing opportunity to become closer with Mrs. Lebo and talk to her about literally anything. And the same goes with a uh, shout out to BPA and Miss <laughs> Holland. She's really been there for me throughout everything and like traveling with, with her and all of that they're really family they'll listen to you they'll take care of you and they'll make sure that you're okay and it's not just that I'm your teacher I'm going to teach it's I'm your teacher but I'm also here for you and that's what I truly appreciate
2: right (laughs) I don't think that our administration gets enough credit because as leaders I just talked to Mr. Hines yesterday about you know being a leader and especially during this time you're going to upset people You're going to make people really happy. You're never going to win for everyone. And I think that our administration has done a great job of, you know, just keeping on a brave face. Like, people aren't happy, and people are not understanding that they have to make decisions. And Dr. Wyndham has to make decisions. And I think that our administration at Avon and all across this district has done an amazing job of that.
0: Well, I said I usually try to keep these podcasts for about 15 <laughs> to 20 minutes, and I could sit here with you all for two hours. So we you talk- can trim it down. <laughs> no, no. You, you all are so impressive, and I hope you know that about yourselves. Um, you are such great ambassadors of Avon Schools, and whatever you go on to do at College and Beyond... Uh, it just it makes me so proud to, to be able to watch what your trajectory will be throughout the rest of your lives and I was just sitting here thinking about in just a few short months I'll get to be on the graduation stage handing you all your diplomas and, and that will make me really proud to hand uh, the three of you and also all of your graduates their diplomas so um, we will have all worked very hard to get you across that stage after this, <laughs> yes. this challenging Thank year but you. I just can't say enough uh, how proud I am of you I really appreciate you giving up some time out of what I clearly understand are busy days with your (laughs) classes and your activities and the fact that you carved out a little bit of time for this purpose is is really um I I really appreciate that so uh thank you everyone for joining us and this just affirmed for me that we need to do more student podcasts so (laughs) we will we will make sure that this becomes more a part of our regular rotation so thank you ladies very much
2: thank you thank you so much